Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. Something weird happened with my throat right when I started there. So it was like, we're in. It didn't didn't sound quite right in my in my earphones. Oh man, this is a week ago for you guys, but for us recording this, the Chiefs are down at the half. No, they were just up. Oh, now they're down. Yeah, oh, they're... I read the read the score wrong. I wonder what is going to happen. We already know, and yay! Mm-hmm. But we don't. You do. Other people listening to this now when it comes out. There's no way we can lose. Oh, I shouldn't say this. <laughs> I was about to say. Okay. It would be a hell of a thing to lose to the Raiders twice in a year. It would be a kind of nuts. Yeah. This is Double Deuce episode 200 and... 50, 270, 60, 70, 4, 3, 2, 1, 70, 270. No, because 267 is December 19th, a live show. <laughs> exactly. So sit, mark that on your calendar. It's so a live, live Zoom show, uh, December, December 19th uh, for uh, episode 267, the holiday show. Two, so this is episode 263. Four. Five, four, six, four, five, five, episode 265. No. <laughs> Here's the problem. I'm trying to give him like hotter and colder on Zoom, but but there's a slight delay in that kind of shit. It's not seamless to, to be as somebody's like listing numbers to respond. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a great episode somewhere in the 260s. Uh, you should be. This one's 264. That one will be 267. It'll be great. The last one was lots of fun. You can be a guest on it. You can listen to it. You can you, you can be quiet or talk. Also, is there a gift exchange? Did you figure out the logistics of the gift exchange? I've got, I've got the logistics of a gift exchange in my head. I think we can make this work. What we're going to do is find out, first of all, who's interested in the gift exchange. So if you want to be part of the gift exchange, hashtag DDGift and let us know. And we will put you on the gift exchange list. Hashtag DD gift. That's like double deuce gift. You see what I did there? And uh, we'll get you in the gift exchange. Uh, we're going to just do a, a small thing, um, you know, like uh, five ish dollars or less. And, uh, and then you put it in a nice little package. We'll make sure that they get picked up by somebody and everybody will take their little gifts home. And then we'll have a little, little present opening. And if you're from out of town, then you can't play. <laughs> Unless you can uh, send one in the mail in time to to some address. Uh, DM us somewhere. Twitter, Facebook. We'll, we'll totally make it work. Email us. Um, today's show is brought to you by Sunflower Publishing. And we said a lot about them last time, so I'm going to short shrift them here. And uh, Applebee's. Uh, Applebee's. They got the third or fourth best fried green beans in town. Applebee's. By the way, Applebee's, if you do want to control the copy, feel free to give mm-hmm. us a shout. Um, you can't be part of the gift exchange, so don't hashtag DDGift uh, until you pay us, in which case you can... No, I, you know, they can be part of the gift exchange, too, if they want. I'll say they can throw in. If Applebee's wants to throw in on the gift exchange, then that's fine. But it'd be nice if, if they also sent us a gift of, of, you know, sponsorship money. Maybe I'll give them a shout. Maybe this would be a chance to, to sort of 
get things going, warm up. Anyway, we have special guests with us today. Jeremy Almond again. Yay! Oh, yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be back. Welcome back. Last time we talked about we left on your cool jacket, but we talked about so much. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a quest to find the cool tough guy jacket. It, 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 I, I literally, I, Amazon, I wished, I... Uh, did every online search I could do, and and then I stopped at the farm store, and and then there it was. There just there it was. It's a cool guy jacket. It's got a great cut. It's like a field jacket cut. It's brown. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys should see it. It's great. I I just realized something, Amin, because um, you know, we've got you on the on the on the the podcast, and you you are. Um, you're kind of a not only the bad boy of podcasting, but you're. <laughs> the bad boy of um of catering as well um you know maybe like we should do we should pull like kind of a jamie oliver gordon ramsay thing and uh, and have you give a like a, a recipe um when when you're guesting um so that if people want to learn to cook like like bad boy celebrity chef <laughs> chef local catering chef jeremy Almond, they can do it with the same flair and style or even a cooking tip you know if you don't feel like whipping out a whole recipe i know this is asking a lot uh, of you on short notice, right. but um, yeah, on the spot recipe right now. Yeah, I mean, um, like, what's a quick thing? Like, oh, I'm I'm home. I I need to make something, but I don't have a lot of time. But I want to eat, and I'm a bad boy. I'm a real bad boy. <laughs> oh man! Uh, wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> the way uh, she said, I, I, real bad boy. Good, uh, what kind of recipe you're looking for? <laughs> 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 Sorry, omelets are always good. Uh, maybe you can find out where she's registered. A nice uh, plate setting, or uh... <laughs> um, I, I would go with uh, with. Well, here's a tip. How about a tip? Yeah, uh, I, I have recently taken up baking, and you may know that baking is chemistry and uh, cooking is art. And uh, I learned that when you're adding your batter, whether it be a mix or a scratch batter, to a cake pan to cook, you should fill it from the sides not starting in the middle because it takes longer to cook in the middle and so you fill in from the sides first and let it move to the middle that's a tip i learned and it really makes a difference interesting all right well there you go there you go you've got your cooking tip from local bad boy celebrity catering or your catering chef <laughs> Jeremy Almond. Celebrity uh, is a strong word you want your cakes to cook evenly like a bad boy would use these <laughs> tips yeah. Bad boy cakes. You know what bad boys don't have? Soggy bottoms. Bad boy. <laughs> oh, yes. Bad boy. I, I, I would tend to disagree. I think some bad boys do have soggy bottoms. Oh, well, I mean, come on, man. I feel, like, I feel like you can't talk in bad boy absolutes, Will. I, I, th- I think there are some things that are pretty absolute with bad boys. When's the last song? Bad boys are not a monolith, Will. Listen. They're not. They're not. About monolith, is that what your novel's about? Aren't you writing a novel, Will? I am writing a novel. Yeah, we're that's a great segue in the Nando Raimo corner. I should almost be done with it right now because I'm probably frantically typing away at it even as we're speaking right now. But in the future, uh, yeah, yeah, I wrote a novel. Um, and uh, I'm 30 well, as of last week, I was 35,000 words into it, so I'm feeling like it's a real strong contender for a finish because usually when I've stalled out, I've stalled out early. And this year, there's more time than ever because of the pandemic, and my social engagement book is just absolutely clear. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been good. I'm writing um, a story about 
a guy who goes to a play uh, and suddenly realizes that about halfway through that the play is all about him and then freaks out and has to sort of deal with that that issue and uh some just some fun little trivia uh i decided since i was working at a breakneck pace that i didn't want to completely create a world that i was basically going to rip off my entire life so um it's very much about um sort of card table theater and my life and lawrence and uh, i put the theater that the place is set in in uh the in the bowling alley in Wayne and Larry's in 2024 because I wanted to go a little bit ahead of the pandemic to when there could actually be theater again um and uh and it's been that 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 bar has been turned from Wayne and Larry's into kind of like a replay bar in 2024 and and it's it's got a it's got that theater it's got a little theater in the back that turns out to be much a very strange theater that's much bigger than uh, it could possibly be uh, that could, that could ever be possible. And uh, once the show starts, the, the there's no exit from the theater and the bathroom is the only exit actually. And the bathroom leads uh, from the stall to another time in this guy's life in another restaurant first from G Willikers really in 1994. Um, so yeah, that's, it's a little bit surreal and it's fun and uh, I'm having a good time. Nice. Like you're going to be able to get it, get it wrapped up in time. I, I think so. I think so. I'm I'm going through kind of the five stages of grief as sort of a general overarching theme of the thing, um, just because I was like, how do I structure an entire person's life in a in a surreal head show um, theater production? So he's in bargaining right now. So I've just got sort of two more stages of grief to go: um, depression and acceptance. And then, uh, and then we're, we're then we can get out in fifteen thousand words, uh, or maybe I'm out now. Maybe I'm done. I could be drinking champagne. And That's so- true. It is the end of the month currently. When this is once again, like this this time jump in this episode, there's all kinds of stuff at stake. But you know, when you're writing that fast, there's a lot of really terrible garbage. Um, oh yeah. I'm, 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 there are a couple of things I'm enjoying. I have a couple of devices that I threw in that I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the fact that I've, I've been writing all the dialogue as dialogue. So it's kind of part novel, part script, which is kind of fun. Uh, I don't know if it'll be at all readable, but it's, it's fun to write that way. And I've also been using footnotes, old school, 90s, uh, 90s um, ironic style. So that's been kind of. Well. I mean, Joyce did it, but that's not always an argument to do something. <laughs> I was, plan- I was planning to kind of bag on you, but I kind of really am digging it. I kind of think it's like, I mean, bag on you in a friend way, but like, you know, was the main character named Will, kind of jokes like that. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to back off of that. I, I decided to lean into the self-indulgence just to see what would happen because I'm you'd normally so anti huh? doing thing that's because it's really it's first drafting like you get yourself that first draft out with the more self-indulgent then you can edit it out later if you if you if you like what you have there and you want to make it uh you know work on it then you you can start hacking that shit out or twisting it around as you see fit once it's all down there are already some moments where i'm just like oh that's that's got to come out before i even ever show it to anybody (laughs) i don't know I don't know if you had this issue, Amin, because we worked uh, together on on your one man play, and I remember mm-hmm. that a large part of what we were working on was that idea of 
how difficult it is. And, and I found this with, with Jay's project too, with gender reveal party is that there's some of the same struggles of like, there's so much background information and so much to choose from. Mm-hmm. How do you pare down what's absolutely necessary? What are those kind of fundamental stories in your life that tell not only that are important stories in your life, but that further the plot of this story that you're trying to tell in this moment. Yeah. And there's a bit of a trap of like, you know, it's a bit a snippet of a conversation that was important, but you kind of want to, I, I've been reading Obama's book at, 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 at promises, whatever it's called. And uh, he mentions that, that he wants to talk about them fighting the economic crisis, but he's reminded of a moment where he had a conversation on the campaign trail with someone. So then he has to explain that. And I ran into that a lot was like, Oh, I wanted to explain that where I was at to come up with that point of view. I think ultimately you have to decide what's the point of view and, you know, and, and, and also LY words, uh, try to eliminate LY words. (laughs) Right now I'm throwing in as many words as I fucking can. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Try to power through to 50,000, but yeah, definitely. I I think the nice thing about this is unlike the, the last couple that I finished, well, of the last, I've finished three, and two of them, the, the, one, the one that I actually cared the most about was Rain Dogs, and that one I was only halfway through with the story when I hit 50,000 words, and I just had to stop, and I dropping. finished it. Um, but the other two I finished, and it just seemed like it wasn't quite full and fleshed out enough. So I think it's, uh, and I also didn't like those stories as much, so I never went back to them. But, uh, but this, I think, is worth maybe revisiting. I'm, I'm really kind of digging where it's going and what it's doing. I think it's an interesting sort of multi-layered uh sort of look at you know how we process memories and information and view ourselves as as people or at least how i you know view myself as a person and um how that process is fungible and changeable and you know what is that idea of what is truth and can theater be truth because it's inherently based on a lie and you know it's 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 fun to have those kind of theater conversations when i can't have them with anybody like you know i can't yeah it's because it's so much actually get together and communicate about that sort of stuff so i but these you know it's, it's fun to have those those kind of kind of conversations through the dialogue and the, and the, and the story well good for you I, I you know i wrote a play right when the pandemic hit and i i had to spend a little quarantine time and and because we might have been exposed which we weren't and and I wrote this play in like a weekend and I, then I completely scrapped the first draft. It's like, Oh God, this is not good except for like the first scene. And so I rewrote the whole thing. And then I was pretty like, okay, I'm onto something. And then I kind of set aside and I went back and I'm like, Oh my God, this is not good. <laughs> this That's is always not rough good. when, yeah. When the, when you come back to something, you're like, Oh, this wasn't what I thought it was. I mean, it was totally yeah. derivative and totally, you know, uh, yeah. So, but I might go back to it because the beginning is still very good, but it just doesn't mm. go. The, yeah, the rest of it is a one trick pony. So, <clears> it's a three. So, I'm going to call it a display that I wrote a three legged table. And uh, that fits pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I just, I, I, I think, uh, I've, I've been having a, finding a struggle to, without, you know, kind of a project and without the, uh, the, the looming deadlines that we sometimes have with productions, you know, to, to, to fill that writing time with writing instead of playing video games and finding a million other things to do. And so I will say that the nano experience has been good about like forcing me to really 
like I should get up and least at least do ten minutes. You know, I should at least try to get you know just a, a little chunk taken out of the way because I've had days where I didn't do much. The two days of the election, I was just like worthless, didn't do anything on those days. But every other day, I've tried to put a few points on the board, and uh, some days real big, some days not so big. So it's brutal, man. The whole situation with the pandemic and, and not to what you said of not being able to explore that artistic endeavor. I had no idea how much I craved that contact. Con, uh, contact and communication with other people. Uh, also, too, to that point, I I withdrew from social media because as we were building up to the election, I was like, okay, I'm not going to go on and Facebook or Twitter or anything until after the election because I just can't take the vitriol. And then, you know, and then, then I felt even more withdrawn because that's the way people were communicating, you know? Yeah. Very strange. It's a very strange uh, situation. And, and to then find that, that, like you said, to spend that time writing to find that artistic thing and have those conversations with yourself is pretty cool. But what I found myself doing was adult coloring books. I just, I have probably filled like five adult coloring books because not getting on the internet, except for, you know, for functory purposes is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, wow. And don't ask what I mean by prefer. It's just that's just you being a bad boy again. That's right. right. It's all about bad boy. <laughs> bad boy coloring books. That's right. Ba- and smoking while coloring, smoking while coloring. It's 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 hazardous. Yeah, I, I can imagine. I, I think that's that's what that's what uh, got um, Anton Artaud, wasn't it? Uh, he was he was he was coloring in an adult coloring book at a mental institution and smoking, and whole thing caught fire and burned. Oh man, remember you can smoke in mental institutions? Wow. <laughs> you can smoke on airplanes, mm-hmm. submarines. I remember watching one flew over the cuckoo's nest and they could smoke in, in there, I think. That yeah. was a mental institution. Yeah. Of sorts. Oh man, did I did I plug speaking of uh mental institutions and Russia, did I um did I plug the method yet to you, Armin? Did I, and, and Nelson, did I tell you about the method? No. Okay. If you like you, you guys like like crime stuff and you like maudlin Russian sort of writing, right? And love you know, the Russian. Yeah. Okay, so go watch on Netflix. There's a show called The Method, and it is awesome. It's about a detective who plays by his own rules, and it's kind of that genre of like the empathetic detective that empathizes with the with the killers. But it is very Russian and very fucked up, and I highly, highly, highly recommend it, even though it is very disturbing. Yeah, you told me about this, yes. Yeah, so I would say if you if you haven't checked it out yet, you should check it out. I haven't titles, but it's worth it. It was one to uh, to kind of kind of watch, um, you know, like that that last thing before uh, bed sort of show. Um, could let the subtitles lull you into gentle slumber and then pick up again in the morning. Nice, nice. Have you guys been watching? Have we talked about yet the fucking Good Lord Bird with Ethan Hawke as John I watched Brown? it. Yeah, I watched it. it it's a fairly terrific piece of work. Ethan Hawke is really like suddenly, I always thought he was a decent actor, but he's suddenly like really found a, a mm-hmm. niche, you know? Uh, he's terrific. He's really good in it. Um, yeah, it's a, and it's, you know, I love the like disclaimer at the beginning. It's like, this is mostly 
true or this is a true story mostly i can't remember exactly the wording on it essentially this is bullshit but it, it's kind of true mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a good show I man. it's a good program you know it's a nice they do a pretty good job i think of balancing uh tone shift like they they are operating on like a couple different tones yeah, uh, and they do a pretty good job of threading the needle with it. I think. Yeah, with the tongue and cheek a little bit, and the and the and the the straight up you know brutality and the and mm. and the subject matter. I mean, it, yeah. and it paints John Brown in an interesting, you know, mm-hmm. a different look, so to speak. Yeah, we have, we just cut up on the crown. That was that was pretty good. I don't know if you guys watched that, but mm-hmm. no. I Spanish haven't. princess, you watched that? No, yeah. it's good. It's about seen, that. you know. I, I was watching something that was on after it. Oh, it was fucking Lord Brown. I feel like I've I keep seeing like the last minute of it because <laughs> it, it's at the beginning of the recording of Good Lord Bird. Uh, oh, here, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's pretty much in that vein of 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 you know shows. I feel like I still try to DVR shit with it when it when it's shit that is actively airing, just because it makes me actually watch it, as opposed to sometimes streaming just falls by the wayside a little. Right. Oh my God! Speaking of, how have we not talked about the Mandalorian? It's true. <laughs> it's true. With with Amon here, and we haven't talked Star Wars. Oh, not man. that's the first Star Wars mentioned in two episodes. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh man, have you have you seen? I meant to ask you about this when I whenever I talked to you that the fucking gallery, that Star Wars gallery thing about the making of the first season. Yes, I have. Yes, that shit's really good. That it was really fascinating is. stuff. It really is great. The 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 big wide screen thing. I had no idea that that's what they were using. That thing's wild. <laughs> that they wild. Can, we can just ridiculous. film whatever the fuck we want in here. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculously Basically. cool. And they build the practical sets and they fit right in. Uh, they're really doing it right. They're really doing it right. Filoni, Filoni should have been in charge of those trash movies that J.J. Abrams was in charge of. And uh, well, he, well, he wasn't really in charge of all of the – that's the thing. They needed somebody to be – to, like, I think oversee. Like, let's make a, an arc. Let's set up an idea for these three movies that flows in an arc. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to just piecemealing the story, like having one guy do it and then another guy take it in a different direction. And then, then bring that other guy back to be like, all right, uh, figure out how to wrap these three and the whole nine. All, all yeah, well, yeah. The the Go first film it. poses all these questions. The second film destroys them all, and the third film like tries to somehow make a third film. I, it's a mess. Mandalorian, <laughs> that's the shit, though. It's true. I I like it a lot. I think it's I think it's a real pure Star Wars thing. I think the the fact that it's it's Western samurai. It's like all like a lot of the the building blocks of Star Wars are all in there, and they're doing a good job of it. Yeah, but you uh, know you, you know who else does a good job of stuff? Will doing drunk puppet reads. That's right. It's the drunk puppet drop brought to you by Sunflower Publishing. That's sunflowerpub.com for all your publishing needs. Bringing you the weekly Will's drunk puppet drop. Here it is. It's not me. It's Project Centipede that's threatening him, and I am. It's not me. It's Project Centipede that's threatening him, and it's not a threat. It's a promise. That's right. Sunflower Publishing did that for you, and they'll do the other stuff for you, too, if you go to sunflowerpub.com. And by that, I mean publishing. I'm not trying to suggest anything untoward. <laughs> 
Well, Amin, thanks for joining us for a couple of weeks for the episodes and um, come back for the live one. On, on Yeah, the- I, for sure. We'll come back for the live one. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure to be on and uh, I should do it more often. Thanks for having me. All Double right. Deuce. Double deuce. We're in your head ears. Double double deuce. Double deuce. Just wanted to give it sort of a shock jack ending. What? But for the ladies, where was the shock? Head ears for the ladies. And where was the jock? Hashtag DD gifts. Let us know. Join the exchange. Well, I feel like Will's trying to take the bad boy title from from Amon, but he he didn't quite he didn't sink he didn't nail the landing there he didn't he didn't uh, he didn't he didn't he did well, he, he badboyrecipes.com, hashtag Amon uh, check double it out deuce. double deuce <laughs> it's double this has been Double Deuce podcast if you thought the intro sounded bad. This outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce.